Pod People. Knock, knock. <laughs> Excuse me, have you seen Keisha? This is her office, so I'm confused. Kathy, I am Keisha. Oh my God, Keisha, I didn't even recognize you since you changed your hair. Kathy, you've been my manager for two years and the hair still trips you up, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> it just amazes me how black women are able to change their hair every week. Amazing. Right. Anyway, I'll have that report to you in about an hour. Oh, an hour sounds good, Keisha. <laughs> but hey, speaking of hours, how long did that style take? Are those locks? No, Kathy, these are braids. Yes, yes, yes. Braids. <laughs> I heard they take 72 hours to do. That's wild. That is so wild. Is that why you called in sick yesterday? No, I just wasn't feeling well. Anyway, they took eight hours, Kathy, not 72. Oh my God, I can never... I could never, ever, 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 ever. Like, if my hair took that long, I would just die. Well, I wish you would. What What do you mean? What, excuse me? I wish you would try this style. <laughs> it would look really great on you. It really would, Kathy. Really? OMG, maybe I should switch it up, sis. <laughs> are those heavy? Let me just grab one. Um, wow, they aren't as heavy as they look. <laughs> I bet you could just whip me with one of those. Wachoo, wachoo. <laughs> Is that a whipping noise? Let's not pretend my braids are whips. How about that? Oh, right, right, right. That's a bit traumatic, isn't it, Keisha? A anyway, um, let's do lunch together today on me. I am so busy catching up, Kathy. You know what? I'll let you know later. I'll let you know in a few hours. Oh, come on, Moesha. <laughs> Can I call you Moesha? I mean, she always wore braids. No, actually, I prefer Keisha. Meet me at noon in the lobby, Moesha. <laughs> Mo to the, eat to the, Mo to the, Eat to the Moesha. Welcome to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. On this show, you send me questions that you need answers to online, and I'll tell you what I think after I create a sketch based on your work trauma. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Now, that was an interpretation of a question that came to me from the Black clinical researcher. Girl, yeah, we don't want you to lose your job, so keep yourself anonymous. <laughs> she wants advice on how to handle her boss's microaggressions. Now, as you know, that's only how her work conversations go in my head. So let's jump into today's episode and hear the actual question from the Black clinical researcher. Okay, here's the question from my good sis. She says, hi, Jasmine W. I feel like you are the perfect person to give me advice on this topic. So here it is. I want to preface this by saying I'm a black woman who changes my hair a lot. Girl, aren't we all? <laughs> oh, but I feel you. I've worked in corporate America, changing my hair a lot. So let's get into it. She says, I have a boss who finds the need to make a comment about my hair every time I change it and has even touched it without my permission. Now, let me say this. I welcome compliments. I do not have a problem with people saying they like my hair. What I have a problem with is when it goes much further and beyond. She starts entire conversations around my hair, compares it to the black doctor that works where we work, tells me her preferences on how I should wear my hair, and just asks too many doggone questions. She says, for example, I wore different braids and locks for a few months, and every time I changed them, she would say, how long did these take? Are they heavy? 
This is when she literally reached over and grabbed one to check. She would say she can never sit for a style like this and she's just too busy, as if Black women who sit for protective styles don't have shit to do. Then she would compare my hairstyles to the style of the Black doctor in our program. Let me just pause right here. I think it's really funny when I hear white women say that they don't have time to sit for a hairstyle because I've been watching a lot of color correction videos on TikTok. And I know, honey, to go from your natural shade to blonde takes 12 hours, okay? And it costs $1,200. So let's stop acting like you don't know what it means to sit in a salon all day, okay? Because you do know, Kathy, because we know you haven't been a natural blonde since you were 12 months old, honey. So let's just really stop the bullshit. Anyway, let me get back to (laughs) this question from our clinical researcher. She says, when I started wearing my natural hair, she told me that she likes my hair better this way than with the braids. She said, how do you get those little curls? Are they natural? She even asked me once why I don't wear my hair like it more often. And I told her I like to change my hair to be expressive. And sometimes I don't want to do my natural hair. She asked if I could just wear a weave or something that looks like my natural hair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? She's giving you suggestions on how she likes your hair? Is this your girlfriend or your boyfriend, honey? I would have said, baby, the only person that can tell me how they like my hair is my man, maybe, okay? I'm getting heated. I'm getting a little heated. We have a couple more sentences. So let's just finish the question. I'm sorry, okay. The clinical researcher says, I've given her subtle hints, like not engaging, pulling away, and saying in a serious, joking way that she might as well stop commenting on it because I'm going to keep changing it. And she hasn't picked up on this. She's been going on for months now, and I want to directly address her, but I don't know how to start the conversation without snapping. I feel you, girl. She says, I'm an extremely nice person, and I'm generally conflict averse. But knowing her, I know she's going to gaslight me and minimize what I'm saying. That is what's going to piss me off. What do I do? I really hate that we still have to deal with this in 2022 because this is ridiculous. The first thing I would like to say is let me put my little HR hat on briefly. Y'all know I used to be in human resources um, and HRBP. Do you know the definition of sexual harassment? It's just simply unwanted attention. Let that sink in, you guys, okay? Now, I'm not saying that you should go accuse her of sexual harassment just yet. But I'm saying sexual harassment is unwanted attention. And this is what she's giving you. You've asked her to stop. You've pulled away. You've tried not to engage with her. And the fact that she keeps bringing it up and invading your personal space is harassment. So let me just throw that out there. But I guess my advice for now, I would say, Kathy, are you aware that most Black women feel uncomfortable when non-Black women ask invasive questions about our hair and invade our personal space while doing so? You hear that silence? Be quiet and let her answer. Let her answer you. I think this is the number one piece of advice that I give to anybody as far as HR advice is ask a question that requires the person to give you an explanation and be quiet. Stop talking. See what she has to say. Look at her in her pupils and wait for her to reply, okay? Then whatever she says, she say, oh, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. I would say, you know what? There is a content creator, honey, that I follow who touched on this. 
let me send you her video because I did a video about this, okay? I did a video on things white women say that don't make sense about how we don't mind compliments, we just don't want touching, and we don't want microaggressions when it comes to our black hair, and she should watch it. I would honestly just send it to her and let it sink in for her. And then if she continues to do it, then I would probably move forward with harassment or send her an email with how she's making me feel uncomfortable and take it to the next level. But first, I would just try to neutralize the situation since you seem conflict adverse. I totally understand it. It's your job. It's been a few months of her doing it. So you may even be new to this job. So yeah, I would just start off with a little video, honey. And maybe she can get offended by the video. If you lose your job, that's none of my business. Okay. I, I, this is bad advice. Okay. I'm just letting you know, but hopefully you can keep it friendly, keep it cute, and then let her know how she's making you feel and how other black women feel, not just you, because you're probably not the only person she's doing this to in her whole life, or you definitely won't be the last. And then tell her to take a look at the comments to get a better understanding of why this makes so many black women uncomfortable so she could spend her uh, weekend, Saturday and Sunday, sifting through the comments, honey. And that's what I recommend. I know it sounds a little weird because I recommended my own content, but I really think this could help her. <laughs> this is not me being, uh, you know, arrogant or nothing like that. I really think this might be able to help her, sis. And you could do it in a cute little friendly way. Like, oh, I love this content creator. She is so funny. <laughs> you know, so hopefully that works. Anyway, honey, that just kind of made me mad and my blood pressure is up. So I got to go check my blood pressure right now and drink some water. So listen to these sponsors and we will be right back. Welcome back to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. Now y'all know on this portion of the podcast, I pretty much get to do whatever I want and I love that. <laughs> so I have an update for y'all. Oh my gosh, can I just say that I love updates? Like I love updates on podcasts. So I'm really excited that this is my first one. Okay, now this is an update from the episode titled My Drunk and Belligerent Friend. Now, if y'all remember, matter of fact, if you don't remember, go back and listen to that damn episode, okay? <laughs> but if you have listened to the episode, remember this is the episode where a group of girlfriends go out and one of the girlfriends who's going through a lot loses her cool and gets into a fight with one of the other girls in the group, okay? And I said I needed more information so that I can figure out, you know, what was the appropriate advice to give. So we actually have an update, okay? So the update says, First, thank you for your advice. The skit was hilarious and pretty spot on. Anyway, so when I say that our friend was going through a lot, she went through a recent breakup. Now, let me just say, y'all, a recent breakup ain't going through a lot, honey. Going through a lot is I just lost somebody in my family. <laughs> but no, I guess breakups are bad. You know, breakups are bad. Okay, whatever. Anyway, she says the breakup was really bad. I'm talking fighting, name calling, slashing tires, Talking about mama's bad. Okay, that's pretty bad. She said, so my friend's been going through it because it was a long-term relationship that ended badly. That night she hit one of my friends and they fought like on the ground, braids on the street, blood dripping from broken nails and needed police intervention fight. Wow. Now that we've all spoken to her individually and have checked on her as friends, even the ones she swung on, whew. but it's just the group dynamics have changed. We have also made a conscious decision not to post on social media when we get together. It's only been a couple of times. 
So we are trying to be understanding about this, but if alcohol is involved at this point, she's just not invited and no, it's not the first time. Okay, this answered a lot of questions for me. Because this is not the first time that your friend who's gone through a breakup has swung or gotten physical with somebody else in the group, I think it's time to really stop being friends with her. I'm sorry. Like, we don't have time to babysit, baby. How old are we? Okay, like, this may sound really harsh, but I cannot be worried about somebody else's actions when I'm out trying to have a good time. So I would say, you know, this is time for her to heal and reflect, and maybe she can come back and join the group at a later date. But honestly, y'all was fighting on the street and braids came out and blood and nails broke. Like, that's too much. I'm sorry. So, and the police came. Y'all know black people in the police. Nah, baby, you risking our lives at this point, honey. Like, we can't hang out with you. And the fact that y'all haven't posted on social media is really sweet. But I think after about four months, y'all can go back to posting. Okay. Thank you so much for the update on your drunk and belligerent friend or ex-friend, honey, because I don't think y'all should be friends no more. Um, I really appreciate that extra, extra context. And if y'all haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. Listen, y'all, thank you so much for checking out this podcast. Okay, you can tune in every week for my best or worst advice. And if you have a problem that needs solving, let me know about it. Okay, you can submit a question at the link in my bios on Instagram or TikTok at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-J-W. And remember, Black women, stop letting people sexually harass you by touching your braids. Okay, and I don't care what nobody says, that's harassment. Thanks for listening. Jasmine Gives Bad Advice was written by me and it was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life, honey. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Foose, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to you all for listening and to my friends and family that support the show. Until next time, have a great week.